So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Podium, something we do every single week. We look at the last week of basketball, and we decide which amongst them, meaning the four teams from the state of North Carolina in the ACC, had the best week, they get the gold medal. Second best week gets the silver. Third, bronze. And because not everybody gets a trophy here on uh, the drive with Tim Donnelly, one is off the podium. I had some uh, some discussions with a couple of uh, parents that have – Older kids than I do. My, my son's about to turn three. So they're they're into the little league. They're into the, the youth sports. Got our first participation trophy in the group chat. Uh-oh. And, and there, there was apparently a very stern <laughs> conversation about how little that matters with the kid, which is hilarious to think of. But, right, you're looking at your elementary school. You understand this trophy you, has is, you have is worthless, right? This means nothing. Do not celebrate this. You did not win. I just think it's funny. Uh, but that's how we do it here on The Drive. So one team will be off the podium. And this week, I actually think the toughest decision we had to make was who's bronze and who's off the podium. Off the podium goes to Duke. By nature of they beat Miami by a bajillion. But then they lost to Wake Forest on the road. And the reason why I think that loss to Wake Forest is a little bit more stinging is because they had worked so darn hard to get into a tie atop the ACC with UNC. Uh, they were both 12 and three. It was, it was a big moment. And they, as soon as they got there, they lost and, and spoiler alert for later in the podium, UNC won. So they're right back where they were uh, behind UNC. They never got over the hump. They never took the lead, which is something I believe they, you know, rightfully so, desperately want. So even though they smashed Miami, which, by the way, is one of those uh, wins that I think is looking worse with time, if you would have beat Miami two months ago, you'd probably be hoping it's like a quad one. You'd be like, oh, Miami's going to get it together. You know, they got some 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 beasts. Well, it's, they've lost, what, six, seven straight, something like that, and their quest of being anything near a quad one is is not really there. So it's a blowout win, which helps but it is not against the biggest of teams. Uh, and then they beat Wake, or sorry, lost to Wake Forest 83-79 in a game that for a bunch of different reasons could have lasting effects. Um, one, Caleb Foster getting looked at for the ankle. When you only play six guys, any boo-boo or ouchie to any of your players becomes a very serious deal. And then also Kyle Filipowski with the, the sprained knee from the, the court storming incident that we've already discussed at length. That game could have some lasting impact depending on when those guys can get better and when those guys can can be 100%. Granted, I want to make sure I'm right on this. I don't think they have a, exactly a, a tough stretch of the schedule coming up. Uh, well, at least they get Louisville. Louisville is going to be a little bit of, you know, a game that you'd think they should be able to handle. Uh, but after, never mind. After that, they go Virginia, NC State, North Carolina. So they, they get one game to relax. Yeah. They get one to get healthy. 
Uh, but they're off the podium. Bronze, and this was, like I said, the toughest situation. Actually, uh, Dennis, anything you want to add to, to Duke? No, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, bronze goes to State, another team that lost 1-1-1. Um, but they reversed the order. They lost and then won, which is a little bit better than winning and then losing. Um, lost to Syracuse 87-83, uh, uh, then beat Boston College 81-70. We're going to talk about this game a bit more later on. Uh, but what I liked about the Boston College win for NC State is, you know, make shot, miss shot, that's going to be something that, like, the physicality decides. But they were on top of the mental side of things. They they protected the ball. They did all those little things that helped them win a game. And for where they are in their season, it, it would have been tempting to go, ah, pack it in, right? For the conversation surrounding them of missing out on the tournament and all these things. To be mentally locked in and win a game where you needed to be mentally locked in, I give them a lot of credit for that. I give Kevin Keats a lot of credit for that, for having that team locked in and ready to play. And uh, Casey Morsell dunked. Hey, sometimes you just need your, you know, heady graduate student guard to to yammer jammer to uh, remind everybody that, that he still can. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. Let's get to the main events, shall we? Uh, Silver, UNC. Beat UVA 54-44. Really good win. But just one win. Just the one. And not the best win of the week for a team from the state of North Carolina. No. Uh, But a very good win. This one is tough for UNC because they did everything they could do, right? It's like, oh, you get to be a silver medalist. Um, There's a a legendary Jerry Seinfeld stand-up bit about being the silver medalist where he his argument and it's a joke argument don't think that he actually believes this but you you'd rather be uh, gold or bronze than silver because if you ever walk up to somebody and say i'm a bronze medalist they go oh well at least you got something you go up you say gold they go oh my gosh that's the best you go up you say silver they say what happened yeah you lost what what, why didn't what happened and he's like in you know in some of these events it's like well i finished now they finish now the difference was he went now now and i was just the second now crossing the I'm not going to do a Jerry Seinfeld full bit but uh UNC definitely feels like they ran a good race this week they feel like they did everything they could do they only had one opponent on the schedule it was UVA on the road they beat them by double digits they they played UVA's brand they held UVA to 44 points they did all of that just for us to sit here and go silver medal yeah like well I broke the world record but they broke it by more like that's that's a tough way to finish with, with silver, right? It's a tough way to finish with silver. Uh, but I, I don't really have a ton of complaints for UVA other than – or sorry, for UNC for the UVA win other than they play Miami tonight and I'd like to see him win kind of more UNC style. They just got a, a dramatic win, but it was UVA style win over, uh, you know, over UVA, which is an interesting place. Um, and then there's Wake. Wake Forest gets the gold medal. They smashed Pitt, 91-57, and then they beat Duke in the biggest win of the week for anybody from the state of North Carolina. 
I believe that win should punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament. I believe that win, as long as the wheels don't fall off and they don't lose all of the rest of their games of the regular season and their first game in the, the ACC tournament, I believe that win should punch their ticket. They should be an at-large team, um, whether they, they make a run in the ACC tournament or not. The hard part will be, and I'm interested to see how the committee is going to judge this, is they're really, really good at home and not nearly as good on the road. So I wonder if they don't go like, mm, they need to win a game on the road first, or at least a neutral court game in the ACC tournament before they get their actual ticket punched. But uh, but I think, like, what, what's the play? Um, that all the, the analytics gurus in the NFL, they have, like, the win probability change. Yes. Where they, you know, hey, this strip sack – the win probability for the the Panthers went from 30 to 57%. That's the greatest jump of any play <laughs> in the NFL this week. I don't know how they decide all that, but it's an analytic. Uh, I think Wake Forest, of it, maybe any team in the country, had their biggest jump in, like, NCAA tournament. Like, their, their win over Pitt and their win over Duke took them from, you know, 45% chance to 72% chance of making the NCAA tournament. The biggest jump of any team in the, in the country this week. And, and how can you not get the gold medal when that is the case? And disclaimer, that was a completely fictional stat that I just made up. Please, nobody go running around saying, like, they're up to 72%. That was just a hypothetical example. Although I would like to make up a stat one of these days. There's a st- we should. There's a stat, like an NBA stat called Raptor. There's a stat for there's Raptor, Raptor, and it stands for like you know real adjusted plus time. Like it's very obvious they made a stat, wanted a cool name for it, so they came up with an acronym that worked for Raptor. Uh, I would do it that way. If I ever had to name a stat, it would be like super, and then I'd just come up with like statistical unbalanced whatever it needs to say. Have people going around being like, I lead the league in super. That's cool. Or cool, C-O, anyway. <laughs> uh, Dennis, did, did we get the podium right? I think so. I think so. Like you said, North Carolina only had the one game, but it was a big one, a place mm-hmm. they haven't won in 12 years. But Wake Forest had the biggest win of the weekend, beating a top-10 team and a win that they needed to have on their resume for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, big, big week for them. Fair. That's the podium. If you think we got it right, if you think we got it wrong, you can let us know on Twitter at Donnelly Sports, at the Fan Rookie, uh, Donnelly Sports, me, the Fan Rookie, Dennis. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are firmly in bracketology season. 
And I, for the life of me, have no idea why there is this inherently anti-ACC vibe amongst bracketologists, including ESPN's Joe Lenardi. I, I, I'm old enough to remember, like, you know, right now, when the ACC was one of the premier conferences and biggest money makers for, for broadcast people, right? Like when the ACC, when the, the top teams are alive and well in the tournament, everybody makes money. Right, it's it's a lesson I learned in in this business a long time ago, and I I had to you know I I think I've made my choice clear. But people like listening and and consuming sports for one of two reasons: either they are listening because they enjoy it, or they're listening because they hate hate it. Hate listening is real, right? Hate consuming is real. Oh, very much. It's why certain national. <laughs> I won't name names, but I'll just, you know, kind of skip over the names and say it's why they can just say ridiculous things on television all of the time and people tune in just to go, oh, that's ridiculous. They're so wrong. That's why the Dallas Cowboys are always on TV, because people hate watch them. It, it works. And ratings go up. Simple as that. It's why Duke in a Final Four is very, very good nationally. Mm-hmm. Right? The ACC gets no love at all, and it doesn't make any sense to me because I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't at least be fair with them. I see a lot of reasons why you might be unfair in the other direction, where you're boosting them up artificially, right? Like maybe they deserve to be a four seed. You make them a two seed because it's better for everybody if they're a two seed. Duke was 10, okay, in Joe Lenardi's bracketology. So the 10th highest ranked team, that's a two, uh, three seed. They were 10th. Alabama, so actually I'll, I'll put it this way. Duke was 10 after their loss, right? I went back and looked at the actual updates. Uh, Duke was 10 after they lost to Wake Forest. They fell to 10th, okay? Alabama was 9th. Then Alabama lost to, to Kentucky by 22. Alabama did not move, and for some reason Duke dropped to 12. Duke was already there after the loss. They were at 10. They had lost. Then Alabama loses, and Duke falls further, and Alabama doesn't change. It doesn't make any sense. You may say, oh, well, losing to Kentucky, they're a top 25 team. That's fine. But Duke didn't lose to anybody in that time. Maybe he just rethought it and said, you know what? That Wake Forest loss is pretty bad. I'm going to go and change it now. Now let's look at Wake Forest, right? Because here's the thing. If Duke drops a bunch because they lost to Wake Forest – then Wake Forest should move up a bunch because they beat Duke, right? Because it's kind of, what is it, Newton's Law? Every action needs an equal and opposite reaction. Mm -hmm. Wake Forest was the first team out going into the weekend. They were the first team, the best team, to not get an at-large bid, according to Joe Lenardi and his projections. They beat the eighth best team in the country and looked great doing it. If you watch the Wake Forest-Duke game, they did not look like teams that were you know, dozens of, of points or dozens of slots apart in any ranking. They look like teams that were darn near peers. Not to say they are because, you know, the rest of your resume adds up, but Wake Forest was the first team out. They beat the eighth best team in the country and looked fantastic doing it. They jumped all the way to second to last team in. They were the first. They went from the 69th team in these rankings, which actually, you know, 
with at large, it's whatever, 33rd team mm-hmm. to 30th? <laughs> Not <laughs> even. <laughs> that's how far from 69th to 67th, essentially, with a great win. And it actually made everybody who has any common sense and logic sound foolish. Because everybody that was talking about that Wake Forest game, the broadcasters included, I I watched and listened to the whole game, they're sitting there going, this win will punch the ticket of Wake Forest. They're looking good for the NCAA tournament. Oh, this one is a huge win that's going to send them into the postseason for the first time since X amount of years. And, And, oh, Steve Forbes, this is the biggest win during his time in Wake Forest. All of this is going on because anyone with any common sense would say if you are the first team out and you beat the eighth team in the country, you're going to shoot into, I don't know, the 60s, the 50s. You're going to shoot way into the projections. But instead, they moved just on the cusp, which is not safe at all. No, right? far from so it. So all of those win- all of those people saying this win is going to send them to the NCAA tournament, they're one loss away from being well out of the NCAA tournament. Or a couple bracket busters, right? A couple of teams who, like, let's say uh, any of the teams not in the projections of the ACC win the ACC tournament, right? Let's say uh, uh, Florida State goes on a run. Let's say NC State goes on a run. They win the ACC tournament. That puts Wake Forest, because, right, that's one spot eaten up by a conference champion. That puts Wake Forest on the last slot in. Makes everybody sound pretty darn stupid for saying they punched their ticket with a massive win. That should have punched their ticket. All because, I don't know, all because they don't want the ACC to have five teams or four teams or whatever it is. Is UVA in? They don't even have any votes right now in the top 25. Steve Forbes, speaking of, uh, the head coach of, of Wake Forest, he was asked post game about the Lunardi comments, about the the bracket, everything. And Steve Forbes, as always, does not disappoint with a soundbite. The issue that I had was a comment that he made a year ago, when he sp- explicitly said that Moses Wright, Alondis Williams, and um, uh, Wong, Isaiah Wong, were the last three players of the year compared to Zion. And um, who else was it? Bagley and Brogdon. And I'm like, and then he said, basically, I'd, I'd, if, if we're going to complain, we just got to get back to having the best players. I just didn't think that was right. And that was really wrong. First of all, it's disrespectful to those three kids because being a player of the year, I didn't realize that was a prerequisite to having a great league or having a, having a tur- tournament resume or getting a seed. And quite frankly, he he, he – he neglected to say when Moses Wright got uh, player of the year, he led his team to the AC championship tournament championship, got COVID, didn't get a play in the tournament. But the number four pick in the draft in our league was Scotty Barnes. Okay, now you go the next year, he's, he's going to say about Londis? When Paolo Bancaro was the number one pick in the draft. We had three first-team NBA picks that made second-team all-ACC. Wesley, LaRavia for us, and Wendell Moore. Then we had a third-team All-ACC player, Mark Williams, who was a first-round pick, and we had another ACC player that didn't even make All-League that was a first-round pick, A.J. Griffin. We had two teams playing the Final Four, one team playing the Elite Eight, and one team play for the National Championship. That's not a down league. I love 
when a coach has to do what we do because it just makes me feel like we're on the right page. Tell him he's wrong. Go ahead. I'll wait. It's it's so much of like, I don't get it. And and guess what, Coach Forbes? Neither do I. It's, well, well okay, you have everything subjective. And by the way, selection committee, people, Joe Lenardi, it is subjective. It's opinion-based. They're swayed by everything. It's really hard when you're an ACC supporter because everything subjective is saying you're down. Everything objective, all the facts, say you're just as good as you've ever been. And it's like, um, I don't know why we've all changed. I don't know why the opinion of us has changed. It's it's the same thing happens with like um, MVP candidates, right? I'm just going to pick random numbers. A quarterback throws for 40 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. They win MVP. Two years later, they throw for 40 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Everyone's like, geez, they've fallen off. They've fallen off. And it's like, well, no, 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 no. no. The numbers say I'm still really good. Mm -hmm. You just think you need something else from me. The ACC still cranks out NBA players, as you just heard Steve Forbes say, still cranks out some of the best players in the country at college basketball, still crank out a bunch of wins in the NCAA tournament, still cranks out all of that. It's just for some reason everything subjective says they're not as good. For some reason, the committees and the rankers and the bracketologists say they're not as good. And I just don't get it. And I feel like the, the, the powers that be don't want to get it. And that's frustrating. Very much so. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.